there we go. And we are on. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to uh, the Friday before Halloween. Halloween. Before the clocks change. I can't even put this on. Oh, yeah. Oh. I can't fit it over my head. Oh. oh, you know what? Move your headsets like that. Oh, maybe so. Let me see. Can you do that? I won't be able to hear. Ah, uh, bummer. I okay. know. Well, well, anyway. Hi, Jill. Hello, and welcome to the uh, the Friday the, grief chat. Friday grief chat before Halloween, before time change, uh, before, before election. Halloween. Oh my goodness. This is like we hit the trifecta and help full and, moon. Oh my God. We have a Saturday Halloween with the full moon. I just want to uh, affirm that people are not nuts. They're not crazy. I don't even like to use those terms. But if you're feeling more anxious, more depressed, more. Uh, not connected to yourself your brain is full of fog mm -hmm. exhausted you are not imagining this right everybody in every group it doesn't matter what what walk of life and it doesn't matter if you're republican democrat it or does not matter yeah. right People, it's everybody it is everybody and you people are having many of the same symptoms as if a significant death just happened. Yes, they are. And I, I have been writing on a different people's Facebook page that all of this is not your imagination. Um, People who haven't grieved for a while forget your head is full of cotton. You can't concentrate. Um, I had to cut my carbs in half, and these two days have been really, really difficult. Like, what can I eat that's not carb laden? Wow. And, yeah, it's it's been hard. And um, I'm not on a keto diet. I'm just on uh, saving my liver one day at a time diet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, what's the upper end of my carbs that I can go that isn't sweet yeah. and not like a gazillion carbs? What can I do? So grapes, frozen it, grapes. Frozen grapes. Yes, a lot of people love those. Um, and so... The bottom line is you're not imagining it. It sucks to be everybody right now in the United States. It does. It does. We got teachers who are being told that they were going to go back to school and now they're not going back to school. Kids who thought school was coming and it's not. Our our city is just locked down and county is just locked down again tight. And because of the rise in COVID, Mm -hmm. uh, not because we're doing more tests, because legitimately the rise in COVID. So what we're having to do is in Illinois, places are getting shut down. 
Yeah. And tension is high. Arguments are happening. It's it's uncomfortable for everybody. Mommy and daddy are fighting a lot, you know, <laughs> and I say that metaphorically. And, and if you're stressed and you need some extra help, reach out. Oh, it really is hard. You know, either one of, uh, not that we're going to do counseling for you mm -hmm. or therapy for you, but, you know, reach out to us and we can plug you in to other Absolutely. places. And um, I reposted on Facebook, NAMI's hotline. And yeah. uh, we'll repost the suicide hotline to this today. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is. It is. And there is a lot of grief. And with the rise in COVID again, we've got rising death toll again. Yes. And it's, it is a lot. So if, if anyone goes back and reads, we had, I posted a thing about um, a cat um, ma named Magnificat who died yes. in England. And that cat lived in a cathedral showed up there as a homeless, cold, hungry kitty about 10 years ago and oh. became part of the cathedral life. Apparently people were going to the cathedral to meet the cat and then staying for services. And I love the bishop. He said, you know what? That cat brought more people into the church for a quiet moment than I ever could. But they did an online memorial when the cat died. The cat had gone blind and deaf and moved into the bishop's home and that cat actually fell asleep in the manger in front of Queen Elizabeth Aww. when she visited one time. And she apparently thought that was super precious. Apparently not many people or cats fall asleep in her presence. <laughs> uh, but this one just looked at her and went back to sleep. And the people who attended online and they had speakers um, who joined in, one of them said, my, I lost my grandma to COVID and we didn't have a service. This is in England because we couldn't. And this is the first time I cried. And I couldn't stop crying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People, uh, another friend of mine, dear friend of mine, she put out, a, well, her cat, cat would, did not show up at home. And she, they found it dead in a field. Oh. And... This, this affected her more than she was expecting. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's this cumulative grief process that we're all going through. We might not be crying as all the numbers go up, but we're feeling it. We, we are. Might, we might not be crying or acknowledge all the other losses that are happening, but we're feeling it. And, and that's what's important to name it. Yeah. And really feel each one of them as they go. Kind of like surfing on a really tough surf so that you don't have them all ball up and turn into a tsunami. Mm -hmm. That's right. And yet, you know, everybody's personality is different. And so, the husband that didn't cry over Aunt Mary dying, when that dog goes, oh, oh yeah, God, they are beyond comfort. Right. So it's the pets. The, the pets often speak for the people losses. That's 
absolutely. I can't tell you how many uh, women, I'll say, have gone, do you know I cried more when my dog died than when oh, yeah. my husband died? I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't mean they didn't love their husband. No, no, no. And many times it's because husband they knew was going and pets don't always give us enough warning. So in one of the chats, so I, I, I sort of want to give some suggestions for people, yes. especially right now. Um, I've done this before, but it bears repeating. Um, first of all, when you're in that anxious state, and any kind of anxiety type thing, yeah. not panic, but anxiety, it's real important to what people call grounding or just feeling where you are right now. And one of the ways to do that is, I'm not wearing my uh, Halloween shirt that has the sternum, but if you go up and down your sternum here and you put about two pounds of pressure you're going to find a tender spot. And that tender spot moves. It doesn't always stay the same. Mm -hmm. And mine today is right about here. So what I'm going to suggest is that people take a deep breath in and out. And they push on that about two pounds of pressure. Just push and rub and silently say to yourself or out loud, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And that is so important to it feeling, is. feeling and grounding. Another technique. Present. Mm -hmm. And present. And so things don't feel so overwhelming. It's sort of like putting a thunder shirt <laughs> on your dog. That's why our dogs wear clothes. That's right. And it just... It's just important right then to be able it to is. feel that. Yeah. Another uh, easy thing to do, and I hope our listening audience does that with us, that you actually, excuse me, take a breath in through your nose, keep your mouth closed like this, and you count to four, and then you breathe out six. And there's a reasoning behind that. So let's everybody breathe in. Four and out six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then you do that again. Breathe in. One, two, three, four, and out six through your mouth. One, two, three four, five, six. Again, breathe in. One, two, three, four. And out through your mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six. And one more. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. And then out through your mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six, and just sit. You might feel a little buzzy. Your fingers might feel a little tingly. 
But what you have just done is calm your parasympathetic nervous system, right? which gets activated in that panic mode. And that's what's important. Right. Another thing with the time change, and they're, they're finding out this is not healthy for us. No kidding. No kidding. And so during the winter months, I am not prescribing, by the way, merely suggesting, and you talk to your doctor about it, is upping your intake of vitamin D. You can yep. go down in the springtime when there's more light, but most people living in the U.S. do not get as much sunlight as they used to, including Floridians. And you can look this up, vitamin D, 2,000, 5,000 once a day, whatever. Do check with your doctor, but that has a way of giving you a little bit more energy mm -hmm. and calming the, the uh, 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 your adrenal glands. Okay. It, it helps all systems. Our doctor said that there's actually brand yes. new research coming out that's covering systems that nobody even dreamed de-impacted. And I have a little crush on Dr. Fauci. He's so cute. <laughs> the science says take your vitamin D, which helps build up your immune system during times of COVID and probably during the times of the flu. Right. Mine has just gone up and so is my calcium and my multivite. Yay. Because so, that Yay. range is coming. It is. And it's uh, and it's not brutal. comfortable. It's brutal. I it's brutal. Now, there's two states that do not change time. One is Arizona, and I forget the other one. So, yeah, Arizona, we're way familiar with because we would normally be heading off to Nevada. Oh, oh yeah. In just a couple of weeks and literally cross the river and the time changes. And if you've got an automatic watch, if you get too close to the river, even when you're in Nevada, it switches time zones. So you never know what time it is and if you're going to be on time or late for something. When Indiana um, didn't, parts of Indiana did not change time. Parts. And parts of it. And they, they, Indiana is 20 minutes away from me. So we would often use Indianapolis Airport, which is 90 minutes, which is closer than any of the other major airports. So when we didn't know what time it was in Indiana, everybody called the gift shop in the airport at in Indiana. That makes sense. <laughs> Said, what time is it there? We're flying out on Friday. <laughs> and I don't know what time to be there. Right? I don't know. So I need to know what time you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, a couple other things I want to talk about, um, and people can look this up on their own. It's called adrenal fatigue. And oh, yeah. your, your adrenals sit above your kidneys. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that release all the cortisol. And when you get too much cortisol, like from any kind of traumatic moment or, uh, any reliving any traumatic moment, panic, mm -hmm. panic, anxiety, mm -hmm. long-term anxiety, PTSD, 
all those things. Uh, or if your printer isn't working and you need it right now. Oh, yeah, that was this morning. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you. So look that up because adrenal fatigue, um, there is something you can do for it. You can look up, you know, different vitamins and stuff. I'm not prescribing anything, but you can look it up. The signs and symptoms are also very much you feel like the flu. Yeah. And it's and it's sort of bizarre. They can be vomiting, diarrhea, uh, all the um, aches and pains that you mm -hmm. feel might be from adrenal fatigue. Right. And that also might be where your source of anxiety is. So. Yeah, when I was on when I was fighting COVID and they had me on multiple rounds of prednisone, the doctor said, we got to really watch because we could crash your adrenal system. So we yeah. have to go up slow and down slow and we we got to just watch. And it was hard to tell because COVID has some of those same symptoms. Right. So if anyone watching this is being treated for that, make sure you're talking to your doc frequently. Frequently. This is not and medical prescribing. This is just cautionary. This is all things you can look up on the internet and mm -hmm. you will get sound advice and sound science. Um, I. I don't usually, uh, let's see if I can do that. Ah, there we go. AATH. AATH. I, I want to mention a couple things uh, that you can do over the next four days while your anxiety is going up mm -hmm. is AATH stands for the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. I'm a longtime uh, member. You can go to their webpage which is aath.org. Mm -hmm. You can uh, Google that. There are also, if you put in .com, you'll wind up with something about Florida or something like that, the association of somebody else. But we're the humor association. And all the humor science shows that even 15 minutes a day uh, cumulative or in one dose can help relieve anxiety. It's not going to cure it, believe right. me. But just for those moments, you can be centered thinking about something else. Yesterday, as much work as I had, I had friends going on. The 90s show, I never watched it in the 90s or through 2004, never. But I'm catching up with all the episodes. And we have a sign in our backyard that I bought for a birthday that said that birthday we were quarantined and we folded it over and we've still got it up that we were quarantined. And we can laugh about that in the evening and patio time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So whatever makes you laugh, I don't care if it's funny kittens and puppies or rabbits or iguanas or or right now the running of the uh t-rexes there are the lots what? of those you know those blow up t-rex costumes oh, oh yeah there are lots yes. of places where you can socially distance and do t-rex runs oh. and so folks are doing that because it's halloween i love it i love it and look up funny halloween costumes oh my gosh yes the sarcasm alone is worth it it absolutely is so yeah. there's so I one time, one time after I had surgery, I was 
you know, when you have surgery where they put the gas in to do the surgery and then the gas pain moves to your shoulder and it was excruciating. And my late wife, Linda said, okay, we got to turn on Lucy. And we found an, I love Lucy channel and we laughed through the candy store. And I don't, that's the one I remember the most, but there were several others. It really yes. helps. Humor is part of it. And AATH's website has lots of research available for the public to look at. And there's also, if you want to try laughing as an exercise, there's two mm -hmm. groups. So anything with a world laughter tour or laughter therapies or whatever they call. And there's also laughter yoga. Also very, very effective. And there's tons of people that are doing those. Just look up laughter yoga, look up laughter, uh, world laughter tour. Lots of people are doing laughter stuff. And I'm putting those in the chat. Great. And one of the things that, that happens is it's awkward to be laughing for no reason. It is. Yep. Totally. Feels a little maniacal. And what happens is at some point, if you trust the process, it's sort of your mind gets tricked into and not tricked into, but uh, sort of gives into the process and you actually feel the benefits that come in the mirth filled laughter, mirth being uh, that feeling sense of, oh my God, that felt good. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's also uh, someone else that does laughter meditations. You can look up laughter meditations. My goodness. Yeah, that's by Pregrito Dove. And so I don't know what her website is, but you can look. You can just Google laughter meditation. Oh, yeah. Meditation today. Uh, I got it. Yeah, my good. TIs. It's like medication, <laughs> but it's meditation. meditation. Yes. Yeah. Another stress reliever is take. If you have a flip phone, this isn't going to work. But if you have a a phone, they call them smartphones, whatever, Android or whatever, iPhones, go outside and just start snapping pictures. Look at the ground and then look up. Because if you force yourself to look from a different perspective, either up or down or all the way to one side and all the way to the other, you're making your left and right side of your brain feel better. Yes. It's sort of like um, an exercise. So... If you start off on this way, cross over the median line and keep doing it. Things to keep your brain active, go for a walk, all those. I don't say they make you feel better. I don't say that. They have the possibility of making you feel mm -hmm. better. You might feel better. And as my mother used to say, oh, how could it hurt? Try it. You might right. like it. We've also got, you know, just forest washing. If you've got even a park to walk through, yes. this is a Japanese technique, but some people are, who watch this are lucky enough to live in places where there really are forests. 
Right. Um, our forests here in California are actually deserts. Mm -hmm. and we, we have Joshua Tree National Forest and there's not a pine tree to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> and people from other places come and say, where's the forest? Yeah, this is it. This is what we call forest. But, you know, it's it is an amazing thing to just put a blanket down and look up through the whatever is the natural stuff surrounding you. That's right. And to listen to all of the whatever that nature sounds like. Mm -hmm. If you're in the desert, do look for scorpions, please. It's that time of year. <laughs> but <laughs> we don't have scorpions. Snakes, yes. Scorpions, scorpions and rattlesnakes were all the things. No. Arizona is much worse for scorpions though, than we are. Although I did scream one time when I was in my garden at 7 a.m. And it was in the springtime or summer. And I was wearing uh, no socks and probably Birkenstocks or something, some sandal. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden I looked down and a sweet little garter snake must have wrapped oh. themselves around my ankle. I woke the neighborhood up um, by cussing. <laughs> I won't say what I said, but you can believe that it was loud and freaky. Yes, <laughs> it was not Bubba language. <laughs> no, 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 not safe for work or grandchildren. Nope. No. Oh my um, gosh. You know, no. if you're if you're on the desert and you are in the dark, you can take a blue light and light up the scorpions. They glow in the dark. Even it's during really the cool. day? No, I have to go out at night. Uh, mm, yeah. No. Mm, I'll trust you. I'll just be wearing my <laughs> high top boots then. That's just how I like it unless they crawl up inside my boot. Yeah. Even thinking about that's a little freaky, so I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, I want to mention a couple other things. Sorry, I hope you don't mind me talking. No, I love time. that you're doing this. We need this today. So uh, a couple other things. Let's say you can't go outside. Your, your mobility is impaired. Okay. So if you have a phone, I suggest rolling around your house and taking close-up shots of any plants, or anything, actually, any rocks, any vases. Organic. Any, anything, well, organic would be the best. Organic, we mean by living things, mm -hmm. okay? Or things that you find in nature. Right. They can be dead things, but things that you find in nature. And that would be the best. But if you don't have that, let's say you have a gas stove. It's not going to hurt anything if you turn up the gas on high. Get your camera. Don't get so close you melt your camera. Don't or do catch that. fire. Or catch fire. Don't do that. But take a picture and just look at that close up. It's, it's amazing what you can find around your house. If you have... A, of course, there's those that take pictures of the neighbors across the street. I don't recommend doing that. Don't tell them we said to do that. Don't tell. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No, don't be like, uh, who was it? Gladys and Bewitched. Gladys Kravitz. Gladys Kravitz. Yes. Oh, do you know what they're doing across the street? <laughs> um, if you have a pet, get a lot of pets in. You need your pet more. You need to pet your pet. Let feel that living 
living creature on you. I know somebody that has some beautiful tarantulas. She loves them. I know you say that. I would not mind a tarantula in it, it that someone has. I just don't want to find them untamed in the desert. We have a therapist whose daughter has pet tarantulas, pet spiders. Yes. The spider is about this long. Wow. Yeah. Anouk is just a, a totally creative kid. You just never know what she's going to bring home. But no. speaking of having pet time. <gasps> Look it. Look at that there's, little guy. There's Walter. Hi, Walter. Come on, Walter. You know, when you're doing online, it's hard because you, it's hard. you, you just know never know which way is which. There this is Walter. Is. Hi, baby. Yeah. And then I've got Fred on the other side. Oh, wonderful. And it really is. It's calming and it's good for folks. And my grievers really like having their pets if they're pet people. Right. It keeps things good and stable. You know, you have a lot of different uh, tools just around you. All the yeah. resources. <laughs> resources. Yeah. Yeah. And you are not alone. Mm -mm. Everybody is feeling this this way and that way. Um, I'll tell you something sweet that uh, I got called last week. Do you think you could do a wedding last minute? I said less than 10 and masked up. I could do that. This particular couple had had so many losses in October, not just this year, but previous years. But they said, we're going to get married finally. So we have something else to hang on to. We're going to get rid of the boogeyman. Yeah. Or at least shine some light on the boogeyman and say, come in. Have right. a seat. We're going to talk. Right. Yes. So That's so nice. And did you make them laugh during their ceremony? I will tomorrow, of course. Okay, I good. Oh, yeah. Halloween wedding. How cool is that? I know. I know. So I'm just excited and I'm really excited because some volunteers came in and painted the whole sanctuary and decorated it. And so they'll have some pretty stuff around. And oh, nice. Yeah. I am really excited about that. That yeah. is awesome. Oh, well, I think we've given a lot of, uh, lot of suggestions and coping skills, ideas, coping skills and ideas. I'm going to share this on my Facebook page. I am too as well. And I, really hope, I really hope everyone takes their moments out. If it starts to feel stressful yes. or if the grief of everything going on builds up too much, yes. pull this up and look at it. Deb is fabulous with this stuff. Breathe along with her and with me and we'll get you through it. Exactly. It's going to be Don't a long week. That tender spot right here. Yeah. Yeah. And go yeah. And smile at the full moon. Let's make it a happy full moon, not a scary one. Yes. Yes. Take pictures. Take pictures. You know what? You can post them here. Yes. Um, yes. Any pictures you want, post put them right up. Uh, put them up here. We would love it. We would. I know. I took, I went out in my bathrobe because I was like, Oh, look at the way the sun is shining on that leaf. And I'm like, are the neighbors looking at me? Well, hell, I don't care. <laughs> so I'm in this fuzzy pink bathrobe and I step out. And right before I go in, obviously, I have real cobwebs around my house. 
but there was this one lead and people are like that is such a cool picture it is i saw it did you i, I like, did that was like right before i went into the door I'm like yeah it just i think it symbolizes a lot of things yeah and if you want to put up some fall pictures that'd be awesome because yeah some of us over here on the west coast we don't see that at all ah i might put up this morning's photos yeah because our yeah. fall is more like february if our leaves are going to turn it'll be january february when it gets cold maybe. really yeah. really and then yeah. it goes we go right back into spring well i can tell you a year ago that it snowed on halloween i mean there was snow wet icky and winds and wow. i'm like yeah people say that's our curse for people putting up early christmas decorations but i don't think so no we traditionally have a hot day on halloween here in southern california and it's hard because you know kids want to wear their halloween costumes if they're allowed anymore to school although we don't have school so you need to have a 90 to 100 degree weather costume and then it drops because we're on the desert. So at night, they need a costume that's 60 degrees or below. Wow. And nobody wants to put on a jacket over their costume, of course. So it sometimes wow. is a double costume process when you wow. live on the desert. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Kind of different. We do it different. You do it different. We do. I'm going to be outside so throwing candy at anybody who goes by. Oh, I'm just going to toss it. Oh, that's cool. I I will be delivering. You probably saw those uh, monster treats. I yes. was on a special program. It was so wonderful to do this program. It was really funny. Uh, it's on Facebook. Race and Mason Dixon. And uh, anyway, he's pretty funny. And so I did that. And so I'm going to be delivering that and then in the evening when the kids are coming here five to eight i'll have a table out there and i might be out there saying hey kids right yeah i'll have yeah. stuff out there all right dear all right see you next, next friday week. yes next week we if you want to come on and you guys want to talk about all the stuff from this week's leftovers yeah we don't have a hangover so let's talk yeah okay. all right all right bye 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 Bye, everyone.